1: degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday. Max, what's happening?
3: Yeah, we finally made it. We finally made it through the week. It is Friday. Well, it's um, Friday for you there, son. Not for Friday well, for Panther and I. Well, yeah, I, guess I, I guess. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. What, what is the weekend? Uh, does Sunday actually start the week? I, <laughs> yeah. I, I really don't know. <laughs> Do I start off the week now or is it do I just have a day off before I have to go back into work? Uh I don't know what's better, what's worse. Um Panther, uh I I got something to uh, ask you. Where can I get lines on uh, your daughter's tennis uh, uh games? Like I like uh, you know, I, I I searched the local books in your area. I could not find a line on uh the girls high school tennis.
2: Yeah, I don't know where you find that. Tennis, particularly in Ohio, is interesting because, I'm not kidding you, this is varsity tennis, and there's no officials, there's no umpires, there's what? no referee, there's no line judge, they call their own shit. Oh. Like, the Ohio, the Ohio High School Athletic Association doesn't provide officials, they just, they call their own stuff. It's very loosey-goosey, the bus, uh, we were uh, my daughter's team was the traveling team, they arrived like 30 minutes later than we were supposed to. So by the time they get their warmups in and get everything set up, almost oh, senior night for the home team, like we're 30 minutes late. I'm an hour from where I live. So I'm, you know, I'm just thinking I want to see my daughter, but God damn it. I got to go to bed before the sun goes down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I finally got, I finally got to see my daughter play. She was victorious when I, so how it worked is my daughter's a freshman. She's JV. The other team only had like nine players so the varsity players end up playing the jv so that's why if you were in the chat they're like what's the line i'm like well shit i'm i given the, the 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 other team the, the bad team if you will um because my daughter's the good team right uh a minus 300 line because she's playing varsity players uh no they my, my daughter and her partner took him to school, one six to two. So nice. pretty exciting stuff. Oh, nice.
1: I can't believe you call your own shots. You just call up Zebra and tell him to waddle his butt out there and watch some tennis balls and call him <laughs> out.
2: That chubby Zebra's all about lines. Once we get into fantasy playoffs, he starts putting out fantasy lines to win the championship. Jesus
1: Christ.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's a degenerate for sure. Mm. Well, should we talk about the game last night? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the game. You know, I I kind of broke it down into three uh, Ooh, okay. segments, if you will. Um, I, I basically I, I'm why the Chiefs won, why the Chargers lost, and how it could have been different. So these are just some things that I noticed while watching the game of why I think the Chiefs won. i um, point number one is Mahomes threw for 235 yards with two TDs and no interceptions. Uh, not bad, right? Not not the not the week one performance that he had, but that was one of the reasons the Chiefs won. Another point why the Chiefs won. Uh, they came by from behind in the fourth quarter, right? And they had that 99 yard pick from pick six from uh, uh, Jalen Watson. Mm-hmm. That is one of the huge reasons that they won, was that pick six. <laughs> yeah. um, completely changed the momentum of the game. Like, that, that literally won them the game right there. Um, their defense, like, honestly, you know, I feel that their defense was overall solid uh, despite giving up that stupid <laughs> fucking touchdown at the end that blew the fucking spread. A little backdoor cover action God there, boys. God damn it. <laughs> uh, you know? motherfucker you knew it was gonna happen and uh and i'll get to this as well they gave up a fourth down i think a 36 yard uh play on on that fourth down that led to that touchdown i'll get to fourth downs in in a minute uh chiefs had 13 yards in the first quarter 13 yards but they never fell that far behind like honestly the chargers probably should have been up by like three touchdowns going into halftime the fact that it was that close going into halftime let the let the chiefs score 20 20 unanswered points and that and that was a reason that they were able to jump ahead and and not fall behind um tommy townsend man he repeatedly kicked some great fucking punts out there was that 74 yards Mm -hmm. in the second quarter Mm -hmm. so basically just nullified the chargers ability to score once again like you know just Great punting. I I don't want to see the punter on the field for the Chiefs. I really don't, you you never want to see the punter on the field for the Chiefs. But goddamn, you got a guy like him. You're going to be very happy having a punter like him. <laughs> uh, and then Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Two big sacks. Two two QB hits. And I think those are the main reasons that the Chiefs won. Now, why the Chargers lost? I, you know, you can throw uh, Justin Herbert's rib injury in there. He he definitely looked a little uh, banged up, uh, a lot. and and yeah, you know. So I think definitely uh, one of the reasons that they lost um, struggled on third downs. Five of sixteen on third downs, the Chargers were like unbelievable. Now, conversely, I mentioned fourth downs; they were four for four on fourth downs. Not bad, right? The problem is, I I don't understand it. There was probably about three or four additional fourth down plays, like fourth and one, fourth and two, that that Staley. Punt it on. Now, he's not a conservative dude. He usually goes for it. The metric's safer. So I think that cost them the game is the fact that he wasn't as aggressive and was fine, was fine going into the half just slightly ahead of the, the Chiefs. Um, offensive line, a little bit questionable. Now, they go into the season. I, I, I think I looked at the ratings. They were a top 10 offensive line heading into this season. And they 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 did, did, did well, but you, you see that right tackle got exposed. And that's what I was saying. Chris Jones got those two big sacks and those QB hits. So I think their offensive line is really good, but not, not you know, amazing. So I think they need to shore up that offensive line as the season goes on to protect Herbert. Uh, and, and you know, he's going to continue to play through the ribbon tree. Now, what could have been different? Um, of course, Herbert was 330, uh, through for 334 yards and three touchdowns. What could have been different was that. One interception. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you don't throw that pick six. You you get it into the uh the uh, the end zone right there, and the the, the Chargers you probably win the game. Uh, Mike Williams, Mike Williams filled in for Keenan Allen. Uh, you know, if they had Keenan Allen, maybe this game isn't even as close. But Mike Williams did an admiral job filling in for Keenan Allen. But maybe if they had all the weapons, uh, things could have been different. Um, I, I'll, I'm gonna say that Patrick Mahomes' luck is back. Yeah, his yeah. his good luck is back. Remember last year, I was I was saying, oh man, he's ran out of that good luck. Well, he had at least one interception that wasn't an <laughs> interception. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a questionable kind of uh, a review on that one. Um, and then that sidearm pass for a touchdown. Those sidearm passes were not hitting last season, and and he threw a sidearm pass for a touchdown. So I think Mahomes has his luck back. And and if that luck shifted the other way, it could have been a different story for the Chiefs. And my last point is. Um, what could have been different is if Reed did not adjust his game plan in the second half, cause his fucking first half game plan was goddamn atrocious. He, he, I, the fact that he adjusted, he got better in the second half and I, I applaud him. If he would have just tried to keep doing the same old, same old, they would have fucking lost the game. So those are my observations, Panther. I know a, you were in transit, well, you know, you were watching, uh, uh, tennis and, and you probably, you know, hit the hay, um, Did you catch any of the game or did you uh, watch any of the, uh, the uh, replay or, you know, what are your thoughts? Here's my thoughts. I catch the write-ups.
2: I catch the stats. I look at the box score and my reaction from not watching the game was the Chargers charged this. They should have won the game. They had more total yards, more passing yards. Um, they, They held Travis Kelsey in check. you know, five for 15, no touches and hell. They even body slammed him into the center of the earth. (laughs) You know, so the chargers did everything right, except for that pick six. Now my initial reaction is, Oh, Herbert, you know, made a bad play or that arch, you know, Well, obviously watched the game, watched all 60 minutes, said maybe the receiver didn't finish his route, took the route off, kind of fucked around, left Herbert out to dry. In any case, 99 yards, that's a 14-point swing right there. If the Chargers are going to be in these games, which it's just two games now, they've had one score games. They were fortunate against the Raiders, who had three picks. Now they've been unfortunate in a game where they... We're giving up the pick six. Turnovers are going to be the key. And going back to what you had talked about about the Chiefs, not their best offensive performance, but this is two now where Patrick Mahomes has not thrown any interceptions. If he's not going to turn the ball over, the Chiefs are going to be really, really tough to beat.
1: That's top of my list is what you guys are talking about. Uh, Mahomes' luck is back. It's top of my list. He had several throws that should have been intercepted Mm -hmm. and just simply weren't. So it's interesting that Mahomes' play style his or his risk taking or decision making it's not really evolving you know he's still putting mm-hmm. himself in the exact same position he was it's just this year it seems like the ball's bouncing the other way again
3: Absolutely yeah. No absolutely I mean uh, w- one for sure should have been an interception yeah. and then it was it was cool. but I counted uh, maybe 3 Yeah th- like 3 like a, one was a stone hands one one where's like if a guy's like a foot away (laughs) like he probably makes the play um so yeah I I do luck is definitely one of those things that that if if Mahomes has the luck you're not beating the Chiefs I'm sorry. Like, if he can pull that sidearm shit, if he can scramble and fucking do all the things that he needs to do to, to you know, uh, get that magic back from a couple years ago, you're not beating the fucking Chiefs. Now, the cover was was a different fucking story. Like, I felt the four was probably a tad bit too high. It ended up being uh. three. <laughs> you know? But I I, I I, felt confident in the fact that I knew the Chiefs were going to win that game. Like, I knew they were going to win the game. My, my hope was like, yeah, you know. Touchdown, win by yeah. touchdown. Touchdown, going, touchdown. Yeah. Touchdown, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that that again, the, the inability to stop the fourth down. I don't know if it was just indifference at that point, just trying to kill the clock, like knowing that they were up by 10. Right. Knowing that. What is it? A 17 percent chance that there's even a, a onside kick recovery, you know, which yeah. you, you sweated a bit, Arch, didn't you? You sweated on that onside kick. Oh, just a little bit, especially when the ball bounced <laughs> right off yeah. the, the, the chief. <laughs> But it's you, like that's exactly yeah. what you're going for on an onside kick right there yeah. you,
1: you mentioned it and i think we i think this is a point we need to talk about is brandon staley and his lack of aggressiveness on fourth down last season he was let's do it even when the numbers said you might want to punt instead of go for it he went for it mm-hmm. this season against the raiders and the chiefs so far he's not so i, I the question is is he has he gotten more conservative have, have outside voices corrupted him and he's he's going back into his turtle shell. Or is this a man that's that confident in his new newly built defense?
3: Ooh, that's that's a great question that that I mean, I think it's a little column a a little from column B. But um, I was shocked. That was, I, again, he was four for four on his fourth downs. He, he should have been eight for eight. Like, <laughs> there, there, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm no. dead fucking serious. There, there was at least three or four in the first half that he just didn't go for it. Like he just settled for a close game. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't think that he didn't think that like I I need to destroy the Chiefs going into halftime. He's like, well, if I can keep it close, I think that we can beat them in the second half. That's the fucking mentality. that you can't beat the goddamn Chiefs that way. You got to fucking get up fast. You got to like you got to make them play from behind, and because that's that's maybe when Mahomes pushes his luck a little too much, mm-hmm. right? Maybe forces it a little too much. Uh, you know, what what was it? Uh, a seven point game at half, or you know, uh, maybe maybe uh, what was the halftime score? It was um. Uh, it was 10-7 at halftime. I mean come on. The the way that the Chiefs played offense in that first quarter, the way that the, the Chargers played defense in that first half, it should have easily been up at least by, you know, 14-17 points. Like honestly. So, I mean, I think maybe it's some whisperers in his head to not go for it as much, you know. I think I think it was a bad mistake. Is it, it fucking go for the jugular against the Chiefs, especially the goddamn Chiefs?
2: I think when you when you complete the analysis of this game, it was a measuring stick for the Chargers because the Chiefs have been the class of the division for so long, and the, the Chargers measured up. Right, they they did everything right, except that you know the, the bad turnover. They didn't finish some drives and not aggressive enough on fourth down which just seems ridiculous to say we went for it four times in the game and we should have went for it four more times but the chargers are there their defense is better they're going to be in games and they're going to get they're going to get the competition's going to get easier right they're not going to get the raiders and the chiefs well only one more time but they're going to they're going to be able to get this completed but i think my my takeaway here is the chargers are there and they're going to be there all season long
1: chargers play jacksonville houston denver jacksonville houston cleveland denver seattle atlanta that's the wow. next
3: uh, they're going to wow. get attacked. six and one. Six and one to start <laughs> the season. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven and one. Seven and one to start the season. I mean, yeah. I mean, and then San Francisco. We don't even know what San Francisco is just yet, right? Uh, Arizona. Arizona's on there too, and yeah. we saw we saw their quote unquote defense against the fucking Chiefs. Um, quick comment from Iceberg asking any news on the Herbert injury. It seems like no break. The X-rays were, um, I guess, negative. Right? There's no break. He is sore. Uh, it seems like he's going to be okay and play through the pain, uh, but no broken ribs or anything from. Um, the reports that just got issued about mm, 15, 20 minutes ago. So should be good. Hey, let's take a quick break. Let's talk about the book club. Yes. Uh, Iceberg was able to comment to me because he's listening live in the book club. He's chatting with us. Uh, you too can listen live. All you got to do is use the link in the description or go to the What happens is you get three free days and then if you like it, you try it, you buy it. $25 a month. You get access to picks. There's been tons of NASCAR picks going on here. Uh more stuff coming today, I'm sure. Uh college football stuff ha- heating up. Uh UFC. Is there UFC this weekend Arch, or Is it all? There off is this UFC this weekend. There's UFC. There's so a,
1: Arch- there was a, 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 a I forget who did it. I'm sorry. Somebody posted in the user's pick a play in the UFC and I absolutely love it. I think you got to jump both feet on that one. Ooh,
3: okay. Well, you could jump uh, Listen, just sign up now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can jump on that play if you want to. Again, it's thedegens.net. $25 a month helps you to book it over to the book club. For the ones who work
1: hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you.
3: All right. Baseball. Baseball. Marlins finally fucking hit it for me. Thank fucking Christ. <laughs> fuck the Marlins. <laughs> finally fucking hit it. Uh, I'm going to – yeah, let's let's start off today not talking about the Marlins because, yeah, yeah, fuck the Marlins. Let, let's talk Texas-Tampa Bay. Uh, Martin Perez has been a consistent bright spot for the Rangers this season. Now, yeah, he had a few rough starts in August, but, man, dude's been absolutely fucking stellar in his two starts in September. Uh, Corey Kluber, on the other hand, well – Look at his September has been a pair of starts against the Yankees. One, he looked great. He looked like classic Kluber in that fucking first start against the Yankees. Like, ah, maybe maybe Kluber is back. And then in his most recent one, he looked like the Kluber that kind of bounced around from Texas to New York for a few seasons. And we're like, he's probably washed up. Uh, Rays, of course, returning home after a pretty rough road trip in Toronto. Saw them lose ground in their playoff hunt. Saw them lose ground in the AL East. Uh, could be another speed bump today. I think Texas grabs the win here. Rangers, not an awful team on the road. They have the pitching advantage. I feel so. I'm I'm going to take a little bit of a flyer, $10 bet on Texas. Yeah. I'm on this
2: game as well. Noteworthy from yesterday's game, the, the all American sport that is baseball for the first time in history, Tampa Bay trotted out a all Latino lineup one mm, through nine yeah. uh, plus a starting pitcher Drew Rasmussen is also Latino. So, uh, little history in baseball but listen i actually agree with max here perez has i mean if he was on a better team might actually even be in cy young get some boats he's not gonna win uh but he's been absolutely stellar all season tampa bay except for that 11 run outburst yesterday they've been scoring like the other team in florida so their offense gives me a lot of pause i think at plus 125 going against kluber there's enough value here to take the rangers so i'm jumping on it with max 10 bucks on the rangers (laughs) is it
1: yes it is wow it's a kiss of death on the fucking rangers (laughs) (laughs) on the road jeez that plus 127, one, plus 125, I think there's tons of value there. Tons. So, yeah. I don't, I, it's more, more of an indictment on the Rays, I think, in this situation mm-hmm. than an endorsement mm-hmm. on the Rangers. Mm-hmm. But either mm-hmm. way, here we go. I put 15 bucks on the Rangers. And if you guys get a chance, you should read up or, or watch the ESPN documentary on Roberto Clemente. He was an amazing character and just mm-hmm. fascinating guy.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you download and listen to every single episode as well, you remember uh, Panther resisted betting on the Rangers for the longest part of the season was, right yeah, like he, he, yeah he was the he was the holdout he was the long holdout on the fucking rangers for a while and max <laughs> I know can, who they were
1: <laughs> max cannot bet the mets all season standing on his head no problem easy
3: oh easy easy yeah. easy easy or or on a mets game because i mean today you know i plus, plus 220 i'm just saying um no I'm, I'm i'm gonna actually talk about the other new york team you know the the new york team that uh matters around here and that is the Yankees because they are in Milwaukee for a weekend series uh, they have won four games in a row pretty much on the back of one Aaron Judge and we'll see if Judge can get to Adrian Hauser today you um, Hauser was sidelined for the you know good portion of the season I think he missed most of July and August with an injury uh, had a couple of like you know small outings in august but now he's has he's had two full starts in september and he has looked really fucking sharp out there uh prior to that injury though he gave up a lot of home runs that dude was fucking bleeding home runs out there so maybe uh the, the best bet is uh Just walk Judge today, Hauser. Just just walk him. Just fucking pull Barry Bonds. Don't throw to this fucking guy. Just, Don't even risk it. Just fucking have him on base and and just give them an extra base runner because they're not like the Yankees are going to do anything with that base runner except for try to fucking hit a home run. So just walk him. Just walk him, okay? Uh, Yankees have a Frankie Montas issue, though, right? He's been an absolute disaster since putting on pinstripes, and I'm banking on that continuing today. The same way that I banked on Noah Syndergaard to have a shit outing (laughs) yesterday for the Phillies, I'm banking on Frankie Montas to have a shit outing today for the Yankees. At home, getting a plus line, I think there's some value there. $10 bet on the Brewers.
2: Yeah, I'm on the opposite side here. I think at minus 130, I'm seeing value on the Yankees. They've won four straight, and in those four straight, they've put up 32 runs. So if they're not going to pitch great, they've at least found their offense again. You can't give Judge all the credit for 32 runs in four games. Uh, I'd like to see how close he gets to the Roger Maris number this weekend. I think he's still sitting on 57. always like to see... Those kind of records fall. But uh, yeah, I'm on the Yankees here. Uh, 10 bucks on the Bronx Bombers.
1: Yeah, I'm going to jump on the Yankees here, too, at the minus 120. I see the lines moving the wrong direction. I know everyone's betting. I'm sure everyone's betting the Yankees. But God damn it. I do see some value here. I think they can pull this off. So I'm going to put 15 bucks on the Yankees. Why do you like seeing old records fall?
2: Uh, because... Some of the people that are holding them, Roger Maris doesn't have the record anymore. But if we could get somebody to surpass Barry Bonds, I'd be okay with that.
1: Oh, it's okay. I was like, you know, I didn't understand why you hated the uh, the guys that were hitting home runs with you know with pitcher mounds about twice as high as they are now.
2: Yeah, no, it, it's exciting. It, it's exciting to see the chase. You know, we were. Re- I was. Uh, Facebook memories brought up the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa chase from I don't even know what that was thirty years ago now. But <laughs> yeah. I, I just remember how exciting that was to watch that unfold.
3: Well, Panther, those are my two games. What else do you have for us today?
2: Oh, would you believe I've got three more games?
3: Let's take a look at the Phillies going to
2: Atlanta. Ranger Suarez going to take the bump going against Max Freed. You know, Atlanta's kind of, kind of in ai I won't say free fall—but they've kind of lost their way here. They've lost four of their last five, and they've only scored two runs or less in three of those games. So, I, 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 minus one ninety. That was a little too chalky. I think there's some value in taking the Phillies at plus one sixty. So I don't know that they necessarily win, but that's where I'm at. I'm gonna put ten bucks on the fighting Phils.
3: Yeah, I mean Atlanta back home now. I think they play better at home. I, I agree it's it's a little chalky. Maybe some value on the Phillies. I just don't trust the Phillies. I I really I really don't trust them. I think the Braves get right. They're only a game back from the Mets in the NL East. Um they're gonna make this a fucking uh competitive uh race to the finish here you know met's uh gonna lose to the fucking pirates today anyway so the braves can beat the phillies and they'll be tied so i'll lean the Uh, i'll lean the braves here but it's it's too chalky
1: yeah i'll lean the braves here too but this is not a game i'm gonna bet too chalky for the braves maybe not quite enough uh not enough money or not enough profit on the phillies to warrant a bet for me so yeah just to lean
2: all right next game up we're going out to the west coast we're going to talk about san diego at arizona San Diego is not trending the right direction either as they head towards the playoffs. They've scored five runs in their last four games, lost three of those. Blake Snell going to take the mound. Been a very subpar season for him going against Madison Bumgarner, who is so far removed from his ace-like Hall of Fame career, you start to question if he gets into the Hall of Fame anymore. Uh, But so pitching aside, I just got to fade this Padres offense. It's just not clicking at all. And the Diamondbacks are pretty stinking good at home. And I'm getting a plus one sixty. I will take that. Give me ten bucks on the snakes.
3: Yeah, it's it's one of those things, and I have mentioned it on the show, and it's it's probably stupid, and Arch will yell at me, but you know, when you look at implied probability and, and it's so fucking close, and you're saying, All right, I probably should go to the Diamondbacks, but they fucking won yesterday. So <laughs> <laughs> kind of like again, like the implied probability is there, but it's like They just won yesterday. And that kind of like it it fucks me up in my thinking of like, but they just won. Can they do it again? Uh, They might be able to do it again. I I think the Padres win this one, but it's way too fucking chalky. I'm going to lean San Diego here. Uh, Yeah, I'll lean the Diamondbacks with you. But, you know, they just fucking won. So I'm not doing it again. No, I,
1: I don't quite have the value in this matchup that I want. So it's just a lean for me on Arizona.
2: All right. One more game for me. The Dodgers are at the Giants. Justin May, kind of a fill-in pitcher for the Dodgers as they try to heal. Going against Logan Webb, Logan Webb, I think, is one of our favorite pitchers, favorite young pitchers. He's at home. He's very, very good at home. Got a 2.88 ERA on the season, and I'm getting Logan Webb at home and a
3: plus line. I'm
2: all over that. Give me the Giants for plus 140, 10
3: bucks. Hard to argue, man. I mean, the way that Dustin May has pitched his last couple of outings, it seems like whatever lackluster offense the Giants have should be able to score. I mean, that was my, that was really my fucking thesis statement yesterday for the Marlins was, man, the Marlins offense sucks. But Noah Syndergaard just basically just like likes to give up runs for some reason. And it seems like Dustin May is in that same fucking mindset is like, yeah, I don't mind giving up earned runs here. Whatever. Fuck it. Uh, yeah. So moral support. I'll lean the Giants with you.
1: Yeah, I'll lean it with you as well. Uh, Not quite, not quite enough to get there, but it's really fucking close. So just a lean.
2: Greedy. So fucking greedy, Arch.
1: What else you got? We are going to the top-ish of the board, and we are looking at my new favorite team to bet against. The Miami Marlins are playing the Washington Nationals. I like the Nationals. It was plus 115. Now it's plus 110. I still think there's some value there. Give me the Nats, 15 bucks. Totally fucking
3: agree. How, how, how fucking bizarre is that? Mm -hmm. Is that you're like, you're looking at the Nationals as a value play against the fucking Marlins. I, I, you know, it really is, you, I think you said it on the show yesterday is, when you have no hitting and then your pitching normalizes, well, what do you have? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't got much. Uh, I, I like the nationals there. Um, you know, Panther's favorite pitcher, fucking Josiah Gray's on the mound. Right. Uh, and, uh, he is, is, is not pitched, uh, very well, but, uh, the same can be said about Jesus Lazardo, right? I mean, Jesus Lazardo, um, you know, I think has a worse ERA than fucking Josiah Gray, uh, in, in, in recency. So, uh, Maybe I the over guys. Maybe <laughs> the over. Uh, maybe the Marlins can actually score. You know, back to back more than three runs in two games or something. Uh, I moral support. I'll lean the Nationals with you. Uh, when do you ever
2: eye the over when it involves the fish Uh, it's not patrick corbin so i can't bet the fish so i guess i'll just lean the nationals
1: all right uh max kind of uh kind of under his breath alluded to it so we'll talk about
3: it
2: (laughs)
1: this is just the general principle bet just i gotta bet it just on general principle the pirates are playing the mets the mets open up minus 275 they're minus 250 now and the pirates are plus 220 (laughs) you know what i'm gonna do give me the pirates all day every day. Fifteen bucks.
3: Listen, I can't, I can't, I can't blame you, right? It's a four-game series. They're going to lose at least one of them. So if you, if, you, if you miss today, maybe you fucking chase waterfalls and, and bet them tomorrow. Taiwan Walker on the mound, uh, definitely the better pitcher between him and, and and Mitch Keller. But that line's just way too fucking chalky. So yeah, moral support, lean on the Pirates with you.
2: Yeah, I think that line is a little heavy for it being Taiwan Walker, who's having a fine season. Um but I would expect something like that with like DeGrom or Scherzer on the mount. Uh I just don't like the Steelers, so we'll we'll lean Pittsburgh here, but uh just not a game that I like. All right. That's really all I had. Was there any uh, comments over there?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ramon uh, saying brew crew. Who's um, uh, your daddy saying took Mets uh, team total under 6.5 last night and the Pirates hit batter with bases loaded to go over. Um, <laughs> oh, iceberg that Sounds iceberg about likes, right. Yeah. Iceberg likes San Francisco. Uh, Ramon likes the D-backs. Uh, I think Iceberg likes the D-backs as well. Uh, Ramon also likes the Tigers, and um, Iceberg saying his single play for him is the Rockies money line. I, I didn't really give that game a, uh, a an extensive look there. I kind of like the Cubs. And Marcus Stroman, um, not not terrible. Like I mean, Marcus Stroman kind of hit his uh, hit his stride. Um, his last outing I think was kind of rough, but you know prior to that, you know he'd been uh, keeping these team uh, this team in the game. So. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like the Cubs in there, but yeah, I didn't have a great feel on that one. Uh, but I,
1: yeah. I, I like the Rockies in that one. I think Iceberg, I think you're on yeah. the right side. Yeah, I think it's just not it's too low
3: for me. Too it's a, a little dumb, low. Yeah, plus, that's why it prevented me from betting it. Yeah. I mean, what can you get now? I mean, it was plus 110. Can you get the plus 120? I thought I thought it said maybe plus 120 now. Plus 120. Oh, yeah. See, maybe the plus 120 is is getting there. It's getting there. But I had a plus 110 uh, at, at my books earlier. So he's get, he's getting plus 127. Not, not terrible. Whoa. Anyway, uh, that yeah, that's it for the comments. Hmm.
1: All right. Uh well it's Skull-Bam said he wants to take pooh holes to hit a home run versus Cincinnati today or tomorrow. I have no idea what the odds are on that one, but he
3: Okay. Yeah. I, I like those odds. <clears> yeah. is was, he three away. I think he's yeah, three away from yeah, seven hundred. Yeah, Skullbam was asking
1: where we've been. We hadn't didn't go live the other day and I was like, Well, ah. you gotta get in the book club. We're always yeah, live in the book yeah. club.
3: Yeah, the problem is uh, YouTube sometimes doesn't let us Come on, Skullbam I'm sorry So yeah, But if you join the book club You can always listen to us live There's and a lot to of, deal with the bullshit yeah. that, of YouTube We have a lot of problems
1: about Max coming on things What did we talk about today? We talked about Thursday Night Football The Chiefs versus Chargers Boy, it looks like a major rivalry In the making Not a, It always was But now it doesn't seem like such a one-sided affair It seems like now these two teams are very evenly matched uh, We talked about fourth downs should the charges be going for it more? Give your thoughts in the book club. And we talked about baseball, Max. That is it.
3: Like correction, you said on. It should be in. Uh, follow us oh, on Twitter gosh. at Ben Hatsley, No matter what that, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Well, I'll go with the KOD, fucking Texas Rangers. Oh, boy.
2: Uh,
1: Arch. Give me the Yankees
2: the Yankees. God damn it, it's going to turn into a Panther parlay here. I like San Francisco of the three plus lines there. Uh, so we're going with the Rangers, the Yankees, and the Giants. That is your Degenerate Panther parlay of the day. I guess you blame me for anything goes south here. We're hanging out on Facebook, we're on Twitter, but mostly it is the book club. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode and you want to shoot the shit with us, you got to join the book club. And you come in there and call us out by name? We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make
4: some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.
1: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop.